0: And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. He's a comedian and enabler to my wife's irritating shuffling obsession. It's David Honey Huntsberger. And she's a writer, producer, and October cover girl for Sexy Lawn Trimmings Monthly. It's Wendy Molyneux. Tone Zone is here to not threaten all the Jews. I'm her husband and ho- co-host, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Alison.
1: Hello, my little pizza with pineapples. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon, Patreon by Aaron Thomas. And you might be thinking, is that really a carbohydrate? And I mean, yes, the dough the pineapple. The, uh, it's not what you think of when you think of traditional carbohydrate. But yes, it's carbohydrate based. And yes, I am on Patreon, all sorts of fun stuff on Patreon. I just put up uh, a Patreon bonus episode of the Friend Zone. That's my Patreon bonus podcast with none other than Jackie Johnson. I went on location to her house. I met her pretty fresh baby who was adorable. I got to hold him. I cheated on my own children with her baby and I heard all about her incredibly harrowing birth story. She was in back labor. And I know that one of my guests today also had back labor. That is when your baby is what they call sunny side up. So it's in uh, a position that they don't want the baby to be in. And it makes the pain like a lot worse. And anyway, we got into all of that. We talked about her transition to motherhood. She went into A lot, lot, lot of detail. She offered me some exclusives, and I don't like to go digging for exclusives. But when a guest offers me an exclusive, I get very just on their own accord, I get very excited. Uh, So it was just a really good, and the feedback to that episode has been uh, very strong. So whether it just means like, you know, just. <laughs> exactly uh and then there's a level where you can text me and i'll text you back and uh you can see the video of this that we're recording right now and you can submit carbohydrates patreon.com slash Rosen. subscribe for a year get two months free That's okay. a good deal. okay very excited to welcome these guests now the truth is we were supposed to be in person however out have an abundance of caution because my kids are sniffly and one of them is running a fever even though they have negative tests. We decided to do it on Zoom. Oh, Tony. Oh. Tony is not thrilled. He's I
2: understand. Ass- I understand. I know. He's
1: had an ass full of <laughs> Zoom. Tony, if we weren't on Zoom, I wouldn't have known that you redecorated your apartment by moving the angle of your <laughs> webcam.
2: Yeah, I mean, we would have so much less to talk about.
1: Have you called home beautiful and architectural digest?
2: Not yet. Uh, That's scheduled later this week. And um, look forward to that. Look for that soon.
1: So what's going on? Have you just moved your desk? You just moved your computer? Like really? What? Not <laughs> neither of those.
2: They neither of those. The computers maybe over a little bit, uh, slightly. Um, it was just sort of like what worked best today. Uh, mo- did move the bed a little bit, but uh, yeah, this is all fascinating for everyone. Because of
1: your new girlfriend, you moved the bed. Uh, no, just you know, just it didn't like where it was. But because of your new girlfriend, though.
2: Look, we got a lot of show to get to today. To,
1: well, so now you need, like, was it against the wall before? Because now you need access on both sides.
2: Yeah, it was against the wall. But I also just, yeah, I thought I was going to like it because I thought I was going to make the room feel bigger. Because then the space on it, but I didn't like it. So moved it. It was nice to have some help to move it this time. So,
1: <laughs> Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. You're getting a tiny lady to help move a bed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier to just get a task rabbit? Mm, yeah, but it's
2: cheaper to use your girlfriend
1: Okay, I would like mm-hmm. to say hello To my guests Wendy Molino. hello and welcome back Hello hi,
3: Very Welcome nice. you back to me
1: We could just <laughs> Welcome each other back to each other All day Hi <laughs> It's wonderful to see you David Huntsberger Has Honey the pandemic Hunsberger. Had an
4: impact on our on our social interactions. Welcome you back to me.
3: <laughs> I was like this before, and you fucking know it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know always
1: like this. But it used to be in person that we got to yeah. have these awkward exchanges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now we get to do it on Zoom. I, I, I was halting in my speech because I was remembering for a second that when I worked at Time Out New York, I wrote this article mm-hmm. Uh, wherein I went out drinking with three of the rangers from the hockey team, which, as you know, fanatical about hockey and all sports. And I I don't remember the details, but like they were new to the team, straight from Canada, I'm assuming. And I was like supposed to be introducing them to New York or something. And I had this editor above me who was just very couldn't could never see the forest for the trees and was like just she drove everyone insane and she got very hung up on like are you introducing them to new york or new york to them okay. and uh but her editor i remember circled it and was like what's the difference so that is where my mind went when wendy welcomed me to
3: her yeah yeah and now I have like, a hockey team. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I just. Want- oh, somebody's calling me. Somebody oh, calling me? never mind. No. I hung up on it. But, but what if they were important? Um, I don't think they, it was the school system. I could tell by the phone. Oh. So it's probably something like, please don't send your kids to school sick, which we were talking about before. Yes. So like a special email that was like, don't send sick kids to school, not to right. us, to everyone, like a yes. group mail.
1: You know, um, and I will say hello to more people in a moment, but uh, Brian Bishop, who was on my show recently, did a special Hey Go Fuck Yourself to the volume of correspondence he gets from L.A. U.S. D. D right for a second that sounded like the, the people who make your milk like an ag- agricultural department um mm-hmm. like the constant phone calls and stuff we don't get phone calls from the school do they just we not have no our phone, phone number
3: calls. yeah you get a of phone thank you have to school? sign up for it am i allowed to oh. say that we're in burbank um no no not yeah. on my
4: watch no way.
3: <laughs> i don't know if you guys keep it private where you're oh no district no, no. Oh. No, we talk okay. about it all the time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you have to sign up. There's like do you guys get the emails? Yes. I tons I get emails. tons of emails. Yeah. Yeah. There is an option where you also get like a call. And then what what is there should I do this? Like, no, no it just says the like, same thing as the emails. That actually sounds awful. Like there will be no school on Wednesday. Please take a COVID test before returning or whatever. I don't think mm. it actually is a robot like that. I just inserted that into yeah. it. It's like an actual It's just person. a lady
0: who talks like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, and then at the end, and, I'm, and I'm, we're not going to say, but every email for us ends with them saying, like, go, name of mascot.
3: Dears yeah. end?
1: Yeah. Maybe I don't read that far or I block S- it out. <laughs> so much school spirit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, did I already say hello to Honey Hunsberger, my enabler yeah. in
4: shuffling? Well, kind of. Briefly, we, we, we danced around. I welcomed you to me.
1: Okay. Well, I would like to welcome you to me. I don't <laughs> think it's fair. I don't think you're enabling my shuffling. I think you see the beauty and the majesty of shuffling, and the rest of them are Philistines or Philistines.
4: <laughs> well, I didn't write that particular part to in any way enrage Wendy, and I honestly didn't write it to, like— enable this crazy weird obsession you have it was mostly i just think it's a silly bizarre thing for someone to be interested in and fascinated by and then it was a fun uh like character thing you know if you learn like when you learn about a new hobby or a thing that exists you're like who does that and then there's a whole workshop of people doing that thing
1: yeah that wait do they know what we're talking about did we just come up on the last show okay because they might yes.
3: they it might always
4: <laughs> comes <with every> show. <laughs>
3: I was there's surprised you led
4: ahead. right out of the gate with it. I thought, there's no, oh, so Wendy's just to take off her that's, headphones
1: and storm out. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm slowly I'm talking, going to sleep. That's not what, <laughs> that's, <laughs> well, that's, Hello, that's every, that's all of the content I put up. That's not specifically what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that David wrote a shuffling role for me in Intercepts, his new podcast. No, but that
3: is, we're still talking about it, you know. All right, we'll come back to We'll come Let's, back to that. No, don't come back to it. How many times do I have to say, you know what this is for me? One time, very early in my and Lizzie's careers, we got set up to go. We were supposed to have a meeting about a movie to write or rewrite. And we had to go, I don't remember the name of the producer, but he was like an old legendary producer, like in his seventies. And we were supposed to go to his house and we went. And in this house, when I asked to go use the restroom, the decor in the house was just off the charts to begin with. Like the eighties had frozen in time. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to the bathroom, there was a black toilet and I really, hate black toilets and I remember the minute I saw that black toilet I was like get me out of here I want to go right now (laughs) and to me the word shuffling or the mention of shuffling on this podcast is my black toilet like it is a sign from the universe that my time here is done and I simply (laughs) must depart because somehow I think a black toilet or this shuffling stuff somehow it's just not leading me anywhere good you know I hear you loud and clear, and I am—I simply love it. But do okay. you? You don't hear me loud and clear. <laughs> no. I guess you just don't care. No one cares that I hate shuffling and talking about shuffling. Everyone I got else- an
4: auto reply back one time from a uh, when the junk show when the pandemic was happening and the junk show had no home. I thought there's one place I'll try where I could conceivably do it and would want to do it, and I knew them. I knew the people, and they said. Why don't you uh, go to our form page on this website? Fill that out. We just we just get a lot of stuff. And I'm like, but I know you personally. Like, now nah, just go to the <laughs> – go to the, go fill out this form. So I filled out the form and when I hit send, I got an auto-reply back that just said, you matter. And that was, <laughs> oh. and that's sometimes how it feels when someone's like, I hear you, but they're clearly not listening. It just feels like an auto-robot.
1: Ro- they're like, boop, you matter. I yeah, couldn't matter less in this situation. You didn't even – Wendy, I'm – as I said before we started about about something else, I'm holding space for your black
3: toilet situation, Wendy. I get it. You're not holding space. <laughs> oh, I see. It's holding space like a way of saying you're not going to do anything well, or respond. I mean, I don't know. It's It is parlance that...
1: People say parlance that way. I mean, I don't know. It sounds like psychobabble to me. I think that people actually mean it in a genuine way when you hold space for someone's X, Y, Z. But I think that it can also be used to like, you can hold space for something and then have no intention of changing anything. Daniel. Yeah, I mean,
4: oh, sorry. Uh, I, was, I had a thing that tied into that,
1: but no, hello, Daniel. Let's say hello. A little, remember what it is. We're going to come okay. back. Daniel, hello and welcome to the show.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh, Aww. It's
1: wonderful to see you.
0: Um, Yeah, thank you. It's wonderful to see all of you. Great. Um, It would have been wonderful if it was in person. I
1: know. It's our fault because it's our spawn that is febrile. You think they
0: did it on purpose?
1: Probably. Classic them. Classic them. Uh, Tony, hello. I mean, we've already talked, but now we're talking in a more official way. Yes. Hello
2: and welcome to you. Okay. (laughs)
1: But I feel so – I've never been so welcomed on my own show. All right. Dave, hit it.
4: Well, they say we're primates and humans have only like two or three what natural fears of uh, mm, heights right. like falling out of a tree, like be startled by that in our sleep or something, and then loud noises. And I don't, mm-hmm. even, I don't know what the third one is. It might just be those two. And every other fear is kind of a borrowed or learned fear. And some of those become like a meme or they become – there's like a comfort in being part of the group. Oh, you're afraid of clowns? I'm afraid of clowns. Who's really afraid of clowns? People just like to say it. It became a thing that felt like a mm-hmm. personality affect and they took it on. And huh. yes, some of them were creepy and I'm sure like John Wayne Gacy didn't help with that. But I'm so curious how a black toilet becomes an item of doom or something that like from the time you are a small child just immediately like, Oop, no, not interested. Or was there an incident?
1: I too would like to know what uh why you dislike black toilets. However, I don't want to be asking the same question as Dave anymore and I don't feel a kinship <laughs> with him anymore even though he was my shuffling friend because I am afraid of clowns and I don't like clowns. And I feel that he just called me out on that, even though he didn't know it was me. And so now I don't like him anymore. But yes, I'd like to know about the black toilet.
0: Can can I guess? Is it, does it hide the It hides the mess. What is it about? Or is it a poser thing? I got to know. About the toilets.
3: I think there's an aspect of it hides the mess. I think there's not of a heads and mess, but I also think, uh, you know, some people love, like, things from their childhood. They must have had just, like, they were so, like, happy, and it makes them feel, like, good and stuff. But when I am in, like, 80s-type environments, like, old decor from the 80s, I yeah. feel... I think it's because whenever I would let, I was very anxious as a child. Mm -hmm. So whenever I was at someone's house and it was de facto, the eighties, I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. So when I go to eighties spaces, it literally, it's like stimulates my childhood anxiety. And I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. And black toilets somehow are like the ultimate eighties look to me. So I think that's it.
0: I do think there's something about 80s decor, though, that is particularly, like, just fake and, uh, like, cold and just – there's something about it that you never want to live in an environment – I never feel like I want to live in an environment that's heavily – 80s. Right. You
3: know. When they do it on TV shows like The Stranger Things 80s decor is actually much more like cluttered up and homey than actual 80s decor was. I think like the look of like Hawkins or whatever, it's very close. I mean, I was literally in Indiana in the 80s. Looks pretty good, but they do it. It's an art director doing it. So they mm. do it in a way that is appealing and you want to be in there even though it's like a spooky show. But like the Americans would get it right sometimes because a lot of that show was set in the 80s and they're like spaces. You'd be like, oh, no, I don't want to be in there. Look at that flat green carpeting. Like there was just like weird <laughs> shit that was reminiscent of the 80s that I did not enjoy. And I didn't have like a crazy, unhappy childhood or anything. I was just very anxious. So I didn't mm-hmm. I wasn't like floating on a cloud. Um, Wendy,
1: do you remember there was for a brief moment before we were in this house, there was another house that we had were in escrow on and then we Mm-mm. were we in escrow on that daniel we had like closed on another house and then the, uh, i think
0: we were yes and then the inspection
1: yeah. revealed a bunch of problems with it so we we pulled out of that one but yeah. anyway that house had glass blocks in it it was very yeah. 80s yeah yeah was that horrendous. kind of stuff you, freaks yeah. me out
3: i get freaked out when i see it
0: Here in L.A., especially if you go house hunting, there are a lot of houses that are frozen in time. Yeah. You walk in and you just be like, what were they thinking? It's kind of interesting. But it was probably
3: hip at the time they designed it. Because even now the 90s houses are uh, like, I I have a memory of when those were cool. You know, like the the Mediterranean look was very cool. And now it looks really dated. But I remember that time. But I don't react to them in the same way. No, no black toilets in there.
4: <laughs> you think it's weird that so much of our childhood and so many of our TV experiences were people own those giant like Curtis Mathis wooden boxes that sat on the carpet or maybe mm-hmm. they're up on a table. But mm-hmm. I just think of going over to so many of my friends' houses and you would like sit on the floor, maybe have some cereal in the mornings and look at the TV at your level. And now all kids are raised looking up because most TVs are on the wall or or they're up on something. Does that have anything to do with anything? Is that going to contribute to things down the road?
1: neck pain. What's a Curtis Mathis (laughs) wood box? Is that like a a lane chest to keep your precious memories and your ballet shoes in? I, to
4: me it was such a common item. We it had the metal kind of tabs for buttons. It would have mm-hmm. a wooden cabinet mm-hmm. and then standard sort of tube screen and then off to the side would be Oh, this the- is
1: like a television. Yeah, yeah. Set. Okay, I got to look
4: this up. Like this a is set. like Yeah, we used to call them sets. Amer- a TV, like a television
1: set. Curtis Curtis Matheson, Curtis Math, Curtis
4: Mathis is the most common one. I'm sure Sony was making them that way too, or probably everyone was.
2: Curtis Mathis console. Kind of forgot we used to call them TV sets. Yeah, (laughs) I haven't (laughs) thought about that
4: in a long time. Didn't
1: like this. I'm holding it up like that. Uh, I can't really. see.
3: They were like kind of. They had were any of them like detailed? Like the wood was carved, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're it's talking like about. Or... I remember that at Lisa Mascari's house, she had one. She also had paintings on saws. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Paintings oh, on saws. Here, here's oh a wow.
4: Yeah. Oh so boy. If you if you yeah. search vintage Curtis Mathis M-I- M-A-T-H-I-S TV set, you get some beauties. Okay. Some real glimpses. In, and don't look, windy because it might be adjacent to black toilets. Now, I got to say that black toilet thing
0: is definitely an the 80s. The TVs
3: thing. are a bit fascinating to me.
1: Oh, oh here we go. Either? Yes. Oh,
3: it's, okay. it's part TV, part furniture.
1: You know who probably owns a bunch of these is Ken Reed.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: probably.
1: Yes. Um, oh, wow.
0: Nobody I knew was rich enough or fancy enough to own a black toilet. I didn't see a black toilet till I got here to LA in the, in the nineties. But what I did see a lot of in the eighties and you don't see any more of are those cushions on the toilet seat that mean like you can't lift the toilet seat and then your thigh would stick to them Mm -hmm. and you get toilet cushion thigh burn. Mm. Um, They have rips
2: in them a lot too. I feel like. Yeah. Yes.
4: But Uh, the immediate sensation of right when you touched it was like, oh, this makes sense. This is like a (laughs) cloud. What Mm -hmm. a wonderful
1: idea. And then, yeah, afterward. And also remember, and I only know this, I think, from like some sort of like retro retro thing on Instagram and also at the beginning of the pandemic when there was a run on toilet paper. Toilet paper came in like green – blue, white and peach. Huh. There was
3: colored toilet. Oh, yeah, paper. there were colors. Yes. yes Charmin I colors. That. Yeah, I Yeah. The fascinated. 80s was a bad time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> cheese is what white. You, you know, cheese is white cuz it's milk and they put a little dye in it to make it yellow. And mm-hmm. there must have been a psychological element to not doing black toilets because in a lot of ways it seems like it would make more sense. They're like, no, 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 keep it white where it shows all the you dirt. See you want to see everything. Dirty. Yeah. Right.
3: I don't so think he... rich or fancy is part of having a black toilet, Daniel. You said you didn't know anyone rich enough. I don't know if that they cost more. It's gotta be like ten it's... cents of black anyone...
4: dye in the porcelain. That's... I don't know that they were I didn't know that they were
0: expensive. I didn't know anybody who was rich enough to um have a, have a toilet. A new, have a new toilet. <laughs> In the eighties, to have be- <laughs> been able to buy a toilet in the
3: toilets 80s. aren't that bad. If you've ever remodeled a house, toilets aren't know. putting you out that much, to be honest. You know? Did you? How much I mean, do you think a toilet cost? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: good. Wait, hang on. Think- hang on. This is good, Tony. Let's get some sound effects for a quiz. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, also, someone's going to have to look it up. <laughs> uh I'll look think- it up. We didn't have a lot of. We
0: didn't have a lot of money. Let's just put that. What's the
1: criteria Um, for what kind of toilet we want Daniel to weigh in on? Just any old new toilet?
2: Yeah, just like an average. Just an average toilet. toilet. Average average
1: toilet price.
2: Okay,
0: Um, the average toilet costs.
1: Okay, national average.
0: National average. So just your average, regular old toilet. Yeah. $4.99.
1: Come on. <laughs> Be real. Put your head in the game. Serious toilet guest, dude.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> $69. What is your Daniel? final answer? <laughs> okay, $69. I'm talking She's average excited.
0: toilet. Your average toilet. Try- <laughs>
3: <laughs> Would you like to call a
1: lifeline? <laughs>
0: Six thousand
3: dollars. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Allison, I'm ready to guess. Six
0: hundred thousand dollars.
3: Okay. Wendy, know. what do you? Th- I think what do the. You think? I think three seventy five. Okay, Dave, what do you think?
4: I I can't weigh in on this because I don't think anything really costs anything. I think ev- I think everything's available. Yeah. Someone right now That's is true. remodeling or redecorating a, a – Nothing a, costs anything. Some sort Trick of vacation question. home and it's beneath them to sell it or they'll just give it away. And if you have a truck or a trailer and you can just show up in Big Bear mm-hmm. or – Well,
1: OK, but the what If you steal it.
4: <laughs> yes. if you steal it. Let's just well, throw it on the curb. Here is toilet. We're looking for
1: the national average in, in cash money is what we're looking for. We're not looking for like a barter situation or like a buy nothing group or something.
4: Hmm. What is a retail asking price?
1: Yes. National well, average. What
4: would the manufacturing cost be for this oh sort boy. of thing? It's got to be low. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it would range yeah. between $200 and $1,000 would get you a really nice toilet. Okay. <laughs> Ultimate flushing power, (laughs) maybe a bidet
1: built in. A lot lot of great options there. Color choices.
0: Once you start factoring that
2: in, Tony,
1: have you looked it up or no?
2: I have not. Okay, And what it's do not you think? something I've ever looked at. I'm I'm probably Wait, yeah, just like Daniel, I'm not, I'm not a homeowner. <laughs> I don't I've never had to buy my own toilet, so I've never I've never even thought of looking at how much they cost.
1: Have you been to a bring your own toilet party? BYO. I have been to a lot
2: of those, but they usually <laughs> take the those price so tags off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um I literally no clue. I'm going to say $175.
1: Okay. Wendy, you are so oh, and we're not going to do the like close without going over because i want to give this to wendy national average is 371 dollars. i said
3: 375 yeah
1: you're yeah. so close so. daniel daniel what what do you have to say for yourself i bet Six- you
0: could get one for 69 dollars.
3: you get one for free there's so many on the curb at all times yeah it's true
0: it's true yeah. uh listen it's not I, uh, I haven't been shopping for toilets let's just say <laughs> Clear. <And> w- clearly <laughs> we, you and i should go soon <laughs> yeah,
4: it's so fun. <laughs> have a new we experience. Went
0: a, we went to a place that had appliances, but all the toilets they had there were those like really fancy ones with the built in bidets and the tushy ticklers and the. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! There
1: <laughs> they, were no tushy ticklers. into the
0: wall and they had a TV set and stuff. Wow. Yeah. They're, speaking. Listen, speaking up,
1: I saw, and then we'll get off of this topic, but I saw a urinal where the drain <laughs> was on the ground and i had never seen that i don't i haven't seen a lot of urinals in my day uh, but did you come to see this one we <laughs> went to dinner
0: we we went we went on a urinal uh,
1: <laughs> tour <laughs> um, <laughs> ladies, ladies you never get to see these tonight
4: <laughs> for this it's this open weekend house. come the in urinals. and get a look <laughs> toilets those are closed <laughs>
3: off we don't want you
1: you've seen those but the urinals come have a gander I go went girl, on, yeah. A urinal tour of Los Angeles, yep. and uh, no, I we went to dinner, which perhaps uh, we will talk about. And it, both of the restrooms were coed, uh, and I actually never appreciate when I go into a bathroom and there's a urinal in there. I never feel like oh great. I always feel a little bit like well this is now fifty percent more disgusting. But the urinal, the drain was on the ground. And the flushing mechanism was like shoulder height or a little lower. And I thought, isn't that a real splash hazard? And I came out and I, it, the whole thing made me feel really tall. I didn't use it, but I thought, I, it makes me feel very tall. And I came out and I said to Daniel and he said, yeah, they used to be like that. And then uh, did I, tw- no, I must have mentioned it in a U- Instagram story. And then Ray Morgan said that before 1970, they were all like that.
2: This and post no. didn't go viral? <laughs>
1: no. It's it's shocking, right? Should I take ah. it down? Yeah.
2: No, just try again. Just keep ha- trying with it. Okay. It'll eventually
1: Have fun. you
3: guys used these urinals before and Never. was it a splash?
2: I won't. I won't use
1: it.
3: Because of the splashing just... situation. So the floor urinals are bad.
0: No. Allison uh, was right. I think I will use it. I'm kidding. The oh. But for me, I will.
3: Thought it was real. I will
0: widen my stance <laughs> a little bit. Just because you you have a greater chance of splashing, you know, on your yeah. shoes.
1: So, because to get to get the the business closer to the drain is what you're widening your stance.
0: Well, the drain, yeah, it's like the the porcelain, the the advance, the advancements in urinals is really is just an <laughs> exciting part of our modern world. I mean, That's what the tour really, guide was saying. They've really, <laughs> they've really figured out how the trajectory. And the splash can be directed inside the urinal as opposed to having any splash come out. So now it's not as much of a concern with the modern urinal. Mm. Have you guys noticed there's like a little B in some of those urinals and you're supposed to yeah. target the B mm-hmm. in order to like mm-hmm. get the, the a least. Bee,
3: the letter B, a no, image no, right. of an a insect. Bumblebee.
4: The yeah. company like started putting the logo there.
3: I feel like that was yeah.
4: almost like a Mad Men thing of put it right there. And they just noticed psychologically, wherever they put that thing, people men would just pee at it. So they're like, let's just find the optimal spot to eliminate splashing. And that's where our logo for our company is. <laughs> and then everyone's like, coming at you, Blue Royal. So you pee right. on the bee? Pee <laughs> on the bee, yeah. It's an aiming mechanism.
1: That's sure. so weird. See, Wendy, there's a whole world we're missing out on. Bug, we don't have- bug hun- <laughs> <laughs> We don't have... <laughs> Wonderful drop. Thank we you. We don't have Thank anything you. like that. Mm. No, There's- you just pee downward into the bowl. Yeah, and you hope that it all go- gets in there. And usually
3: it does. It does, yeah. Must yeah. be
2: real boring to be a woman.
3: <laughs> it's so boring. It's pretty boring, so- yeah. That the thing, you know.
1: Yeah. Every day and I it- wake
3: up and I go, again... Like that, <laughs> when I realized it's guys. happening again, because I'm like, oh, if I could be a man, I could be anybody. I could be Woody from Toy Story. I could be no. President Nixon. <laughs> I could be one of the blue men group. It's not the blue <laughs> women group, you know? Yeah. Nope. Those are the men. three main things I want to be. Yeah. You know, I want to be Woody from Toy Story, <laughs> right. President Nixon, or in the blue man group. Yeah. Just go, um, girl.
1: And I think, think I could yeah. pee
3: on a bee. I could pee on a bee. <laughs>
1: I never get to pee on a bee. Yeah. If I do, it's like way messier and I have to find my own bee. And it's dangerous.
3: So I feel like we just like somehow skipped out of reality a few minutes ago. (laughs) We're just like, (laughs) we've been on toilets for so long. (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, we could move on,
3: we could move on
1: to this. But it actually is still about toilets. Oh, no. (laughs) I I tricked you. But just real fast, let's talk about something that's on everyone's mind. Mosquitoes. Okay, just real fast. Just real fast. We can just move on it. Move past it fast. I wear a lot of dark clothes. I like things that are dark. I'm a dark person. Uh, However, I've realized the real downside to everything dark, and this does tie into the black toilet, is when you have dark items, you cannot see where mosquitoes are. And, uh, as we record this, there is a mosquito in the studio because I but left, honey, the door... don't there we go. I left the door open earlier and then like a fat one. And I don't mean to shame this, but a large, cause they've been very small lately, but a large one flew in and I thought, Oh God, not again, because there was a mosquito in here that uh, was like my co-host on three different episodes until finally, and I'm not making this up. It flew into my coffee cup and just drowned itself that's it how much it tired of close. Hearing you talk about it that's how much it was tired of me uh it was it was really for two, i was like is this really I, i've been trying to get rid of this mosquito for weeks now and finally it did it on its own so that was great but now there's another one uh but i have this black tablecloth here and every time it gets close to it i can't see it so imagine if oh if it if it came close to a black toilet you'd be screwed yeah, that's all I have to say mm-hmm. about that. All right, we can move on to something else. Uh, no, that was gold. Let's keep going. <laughs> I have a question for all the couples here, which is everyone.
3: Wait, do you we're guys couples?
1: <laughs> well, everyone here is in a couple.
3: Okay, okay. I well, you you heard? got
1: <laughs> Yeah, we're all.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a lot of couples. Do you
1: guys do scheduled or like planned? Date date nights, and I ask that because, as I mentioned, Daniel and I went on our tour of Los Angeles urinals. Ooh, that occurred when we went to dinner, and we realized we went to dinner. We had not gone to dinner. How long had it been, Daniel?
0: I can't even tell you. We can't
1: remember the last time we gone to dinner. It might somewhere between six months and a year. And it was very nice. And we realized it had been a really long time since we ate food while facing each other. And (laughs) also a really long time since since we've actually also just faced each other. Mostly we don't face each other. I mean, occasionally. But oftentimes we're like, when we're in the office talking to each other, we're not looking at each other. Most of our communication is not done. Like we're driving somewhere. not like We're not looking at each other. So... I feel like we should do it more often, but but the term date night, I find sort of like it makes me, I don't, it makes me uncomfortable. But yeah, so I'm just wondering, but do you guys like try to do these things with your
3: Partners. We go out, but I also find date night to me sounds like people who are trying to save their relationship. Yes. <laughs> the phrase sounds like our therapist told us to do date night. And even <laughs> right. if that's true, you shouldn't say it. Yeah. I don't know. Date night sounds like it's just weird. Like, I think it was meant originally as like, um, you know, like, oh, like a date, like as if you didn't know each other anymore. But now <laughs> it has become only for married people, yes. people in long term relationships. Yeah. So like if you're t- just dating, you just say, I have a date. You don't say right. I'm going on a date night. That is, there's something about it too that mm-hmm. makes me feel very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. It's very like it's, you're right. It's for people who are saving their relationship. It's for people who are Instagram influencers. Let's come up with a new term. Do you guys go out without your children is what I mean to say. We do all the time. Yeah. But is it like a regular scheduled thing or you just,
3: no, we just go and feel like, like we're going to a Dodgers game soon. We're going to dinner with some friends. We went to our other friend's birthday the other week. We went out because it was our anniversary. You know, all this is this month and we'll probably do one other thing. Like, I don't know. We just make it up. We have so many kids and, you know, we just, I, we like to go out. We like to socialize. So we make a lot of plans and go out a lot because not a lot because we have right. four kids, but like, I'd say once a week or at least once every two weeks, we go out. We just enjoy it. So we go out. Oh my God. You don't That's... go out as much. <laughs> we don't go out at no literally but that's if you don't want to then that's your level i think there's always this idea that everybody's supposed to be doing their life and their relationship the same way or else that's bad and it's like it's not it's all like if you're if you're fine and doing good then who cares, you know? I think we
1: would like to. The the challenge for us is we have a nanny in the daytime but we don't have
0: we don't really have a, someone
1: a to watch them mm-hmm. after that. So mm-hmm. that's sort of finding that person who can watch them in the evening. I right. think that um she would be willing with advance notice, but I haven't like, she's newish, so I haven't wanted to be like, would you mind also staying X many, X, you know, all these extra hours? So it's right, that, sure. child care. And then also, I think, well, like, the kids want us to put them to bed. So we could go yeah. out after we put them to bed, though, but...
3: No, but I hate missing bedtime. So we try not to go, like, two nights in a row or something like that. I do hate missing bedtime. And honestly, it's not very ambitious. We just go, like, literally to dinner and we're home by 10. Right. Like, it's not like, oh, we're going out. I think there's all this pressure to make it, like, some big whirlwind whatever. Like... I don't know. I just feel better if I go do like something yeah. out of the house, especially because we did nothing during COVID. So I right. can't handle that anymore at all. Also, we really like to go out with friends. Mm-hmm. So we'll make dinner plans a should- lot with other people. Yeah. Guys, let's go out together. You're friends. I would love to do that. Yeah. I would love to we do that. We live close together. Let's go up to the castaway. Honey, let's- we should
1: make friends with people.
3: <laughs> let's please let's do that. Yeah.
1: It's really a, just a child. It's just a lining up child. I know what you mean. Us. Do you have some This is this is so fascinating on air. Do you have someone different than someone who you have during the day, or Mm-mm. same really? person? She likes okay. to work
3: um, some extra hours, so Got we it. never feel guilty because she wants the extra time. Yeah. So that's yeah. What about you guys? Other people on here who are in couples? I didn't even know about Tony's couple, but oh yeah, we no, give him a lot of shit. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. To me, welcome your yeah. news to me.
2: <laughs> it's fair. It's it's you know couple couple months in now yeah tony so, but,
3: yeah, went on new. tour and brought back covid and a girlfriend <laughs> wait but so she moved here with you she's from somewhere else
2: yeah she moved here that's
3: Whoa. that's the terms that he sets if you
0: date tony you got to LA. you got to move you got to be
3: all in and? this is like bachelor stuff <laughs>
2: that's, that's
3: right. it no, uh, no wait where is she from
2: uh she well She was living in New Jersey at the time.
3: Okay, yeah, I'd want it. Yeah, she wanted out. She said, (laughs) "Tony plus California, where do I sign?" And then you had a whole contract, and you were like, "Sign here, Mm -hmm. like that." To the terms, all's good. Yeah, she chose the fantasy suite with Tony. That's right. (laughs) You forwent your separate accommodations and chose the fantasy suite. Mm. That's what they always say. You can forego your separate rooms. who's they in this scenario yeah (laughs) chris harrison the bachelor producers
2: uh, oh i have never Mm -hmm. seen one second of the bachelor yeah
1: it's It's truly rancid yeah i haven't watched (laughs) in a long time uh yeah so dave what about you do you go out regularly with your lady friend I,
4: I feel. I mean, we're one for one now because I accidentally sort of insulted you about clowns, and we <laughs> do very highly planned, um, scripted, interactive, fun experience, which we and not like a therapy driven thing. Just yeah, got to plan for it, and it's very regimented. And um, and you write a <clears throat> script? Yes, which is kind of embarrassing because <laughs> I have one right here because we're going to do one soon, and it's just a lot of like twenty minutes to get dressed, reasonable. Head yeah. out to the car, make sure to lock the door open well, That's the door. just responsible. Yeah, yeah. It just gets into like look for parking, drive at 35 miles per hour for x number of minutes, and therefore reach our destination at said time. <laughs> Five minutes to look for parking, exit the car, walk no more than 200 steps inter-restaurant it just is like this then discuss we do like a every 20 minute kind of a regroup discuss how's the plan going so far so that doesn't eat into the actual plan and then we just so fun it's really fun and then at the end we what i
1: like about that is it takes the pressure off trying to find time to figure out how it went it's built into the plan like
4: here I've jotted down, I we have no time to sit and just be quiet with each other or wander into a conversation or notice something and yeah. no riffing. So I've jotted down, what do you think the average toilet would cost? Um, <laughs> now that gets us going. So we've got maybe mm-hmm. five to ten minutes there. Hard conversation. You're
1: welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> Thank you. See, you did your prep, your yeah. date date night Prep from, and you, you just thought you were coming on a podcast, but you multitasked.
4: I know. I try to be aware of it, like just always being open to the idea of something that can go into a scripted conversation piece <laughs> later. And luckily, this fell right in my lap. So mm-hmm. I feel like a uh, pretty nice little date light, night. Uh, and we don't call it date night again, scripted, interactive, uh, fun <laughs> experience. But yeah, you know, we'll, we'll have it. We've got like 90% of it ironed out at this point. So there's no guesswork, there's no spontaneity. H- hate that
3: the opposite of that movie date night with tina fey and steve Carell, you learned a lot of huge impetus because they didn't have they sort of knew what they were doing but then the next thing they know they have like a computer drive and the bad guys are looking for them they're crashing a car in the end do they rediscover their mojo yes But, I mean, it could have gone either way. They could have died a bunch of times that night, and you guys don't want that. That's not the kind of thing you're looking for on your date night. I mean, not a date. Your scripted, interactive, fun experience. Thank you.
4: Yeah, and and that's the idea. Never lose it you just stay on top of it and then you know probably every 15 minutes sometimes we stretch it to 18 we look at them we're still in love right and then like back to our food and yeah you just, gotta just never check in it. you gotta check in and just never lose it you don't have yeah. to have some big epiphany to rediscover it
3: no when we when we go on ours because i said like we like to go out with friends a lot we'll ask them we'll be like how do you guys think jeff and i are doing like relationship wise and we'll just put them on the spot you know to answer that for us yeah. i did get in an argument at my friend's birthday dinner and i felt bad recently that was an our argument most, with one of our most recent no we oh. went with another couple and then his friend came along because it was his birthday that the ah! guy oh
1: no. it's, <laughs> he the here. it's here hey, i'm sorry bug.
3: no guide it toward hey, the coffee hey, cup hey no no
4: it could be worse you could be sitting on a black toilet and it would just be hiding there. Oh, oh yeah. God.
3: Undetectable. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Wendy. No, but I got in an argument with a friend because he brought up cancel culture. Like, oh, no. don't, nobody wants to talk about that. But then he was, like, kind of, like, lightly saying, like, well, Woody Allen and great art and this and that. And I was just, like, I couldn't – I couldn't – was late and I was like, no, I don't know. I think he's a child molester, you know? And then next thing you know, we're off to the races, you know, that conversation (laughs) is only going one way in the end, like my poor friend whose birthday it was like redirected the conversation. He's like, you know, my friend and I were in New York recently and like redirected the conversation. But I felt like I couldn't just like sit there and be like, that's the problem when somebody brings up something like that, I know it's probably would be more polite for the evening to just ignore it, but I have a hard time. I have such a, you know, I have a spicy mouth, as you know. <laughs>
1: I've never yes. been
3: able to. You're
1: the you, you. Sometimes you follow people home when they bother you on the road.
3: Yeah, I'm a spicy <laughs> lady, and yeah. I had a hard time. And then, then he just kept doubling down. You know, what well, sounds so... like he was trying to be provocative, and he sounds like possibly is he hear this is he seems like a little bit of a weenie i think he's uh, you know he's an all right he is all right he, you know uh, he's he's fine you know i don't want to put a guy down you know he wasn't like an at like a horrible horrible dick or something like that we just this is know. jeff's good friend no not jeff's oh. friend it's my friend's friend my oh. other friend having the birthday it was his friend and we parted amicably i said i'm sorry i've gotten a fight with you at dinner <laughs> and because I was sorry I got in the fight. I wasn't sorry for my opinions. Yes. I regretted the way it went down,
4: I would have enjoyed being there. People mm-hmm. just struggling for small talk. I would much rather see a heated, a heated argument, on, just like bordering on being uncomfortable, is so much more enjoyable yeah. than like yeah. no. I, You're I an like agent of a, chaos. I like a crisp fall. I, I, I like the you know I, I, heat. I don't do well with heat. Those conversations just keep going, and people are fine to just yeah. No, I I do better in the in the cold too. I guess if I'm. A, it makes me want to like smash my head into walls. I hate it. So I would, I would love. That's why we're one.
3: friends, I guess. <laughs> because you don't like, you won't wouldn't mind. Maybe next time though, somebody brings up Woody Allen, I'm gonna take a pause and then go. You know, I like a crisp fall. <laughs> How do you feel about <laughs>
1: 35 minutes on toilets? <laughs> I liked it.
3: Oh, you mean are you? Is that what we should ask them instead?
1: No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, if, if. People struggling to talk about a crisp fall. Oh, my God. I think I see. Oh, you're asking Dave how he feels
3: about our 35 minutes that we talked about (laughs) toilets today. Yes. Oh, did he want to bash his head in? You're asking. Yes. Yeah. Did you? So
4: I feel like in situations where people would have those conversations, they because That's when just they today. know I do comedy, they would nudge me and go, "You never know what we're going to get into. You put on <laughs> your act." And then, and then I hate the conversation, which I've been enjoying the whole time. Like, oh, this is fun. I didn't know ever think about this with toilets. That's fun. But okay. then if, if people try to ch- like turn it into like, wasn't this one of the more interesting experiences you've had? Right. Then I feel like, well, come
1: on. It's it was just yeah. a break from the weather. Okay, yeah. listen, everyone. The mosquito has landed, and I don't mean that in a euphemistic way, I mean that in a literal way. So I must abandon my post and see if I can smash it. It's not going to okay. work, it's going to fly away. Someone take the reins. Let's see, I'm going to decide who.
2: You you do have a co-host.
3: <laughs> that was the hottest burn I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Is that was he a up pretty to hot it? burn? Is he up
1: to it? i um, sure <laughs> <laughs> I mean I was gonna I was gonna assign it to Wendy but me. To Wendy. yeah I feel like Wendy should take over
3: well, I have questions for Daniel. Okay, you guys can. see so yeah, this is kind of a one. Yeah, okay. this is kind of a Daniel. Did you guys ever? Did- see, I'm going to
4: cut in. I, did you guys <laughs> ever see <laughs> no, me? It was
3: David. <laughs> David, <laughs> cut, David wins.
4: <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I have. I was thinking of a movie, though. Okay, go ahead.
3: No Sorry. wait. What? Now I want to know what you were going to. I think
4: you'd like the movie Major League Two. Did you ever see it? No.
3: Why would I Major
4: League Two? Because Major work. League One was a family favorite. It was a fun hit. And of what family? Most families in this period. Most families?
3: Has anyone on the Zoom seen yeah. Major League with yeah, their Major family? League.
4: Yeah, I, I know did. know Major League 2. What
1: are you guys talking about? I'm back. It, I got close in I don't even know what it out. was about. I,
3: moved out I usurped Bolt. the
4: hosting duties and I just turned it into what I love,
3: here's a what contentious David, argument. Here's what David came in with. Everybody on here must love Major League Two, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I did enjoy Major like, League Prager One. Is that okay? So, I'm yeah. the only one who didn't see Major League One. I guess Major League they had Two is Charlie atrocious. Sheen and Corbin Burnson. Yeah,
4: right? uh, just yeah. such a hit, Tom such Berringer. a family hit. Yeah, I love but Tom Berenger. And number two, Bob Euchre steals the show, and he's the greatest baseball announcer. He's so funny, and he gets really drunk because the team is really bad, and he passes out. And his his partner is a stats guy. And he, he goes, I, I can't take it. I'm turning it over to you, Billy. And he, he falls asleep like on the broadcasting table. And Billy is just so nervous. He like adjusts his headset and watches the game. And there's a hard liner hit out into short right. And the outfielder comes flying over and dives and catches it. And the crowd's going crazy. And Billy leans in and goes, fly ball, caught. And that is ideal guest hosting or (laughs) co-hosting, which I was hoping Daniel was really going to get into. Oh, man. So sorry I usurped it. I took it over, Wendy. I'm sorry.
3: No, I'm glad because as a woman, (laughs) I don't know how to do things, Uh, Mm. you know. We don't pee on bees. We don't. Never pee on a bee. Yeah. I would have panicked, you know, had it been left to me, I probably would have panicked. My period would have started and I would have started panicking about that, you know? I
4: didn't feel like I was taking over. I felt like you guys had become the co-hosts and I was remaining in my spot where I was throwing out ideas.
3: You know that it was recorded. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, you guys. Was I supposed
4: to address? I, you? I said Dear I have new questions
3: host. for Daniel. You said yes. you know what I think. <laughs> Sorry, my mic. Got so hot. But then I tried to back out, and you
4: said, "No, no, no. Go ahead. I want to hear this." And then I dazzled everyone with major league too
1: I know I was dazzled. <laughs> I can't wait to listen back to this. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode, as evidenced by all that's been going on here, when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. I uh, started therapy because I was in a relationship that just wasn't going well for me many years ago. Wendy knows about this relationship. Remember when I wouldn't shut up about Jeff a thousand million years ago, Wendy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> boy, yeah. does Wendy. I was, oh boy, this is a, this is a topic for another day. Uh, but anyway, um, this is a long time ago, but therapy has truly, I've been, you know, you guys have heard me.
3: Not talk. my Jeff for the record. Oh no 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 no. You no, wouldn't you're... call me and talk at length about my Jeff. No, that'd be weird. No, I this mean, was this was my Jeff. The thing with Daniel, but that's
1: fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was my this was my Jeff, and this was a long time ago, and uh, the totally different Jeffs. Uh, but anyway, uh, therapy has been. I can't imagine my life had I not gone to therapy. It's helped me immensely, and I am a huge uh, believer in therapy for people who are open to it. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash bestfriend today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash bestfriend. Betterhelp.com slash best friend and i also want to talk to you guys about policy genius we all hope we never need life insurance but mortgage payments childcare, and other expenses don't disappear when you're gone life insurance through your workplace may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it won't follow you through if you leave your job since life insurance typically gets more expensive as we age now's the time to buy policy genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy the right coverage for you and your family Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. And Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find options that offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They're not incentivized to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees, and your personal info is private. No wonder they have thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save that's policygenius.com again that's policygenius.com okay okay Excuse me. Uh, and I would just want to let you guys know, check out Monday's episode. We had Eric Jason Martin, who you've probably heard on the Thursday show, but this was his first Monday episode. Uh, he is, first of all, he has very beautiful dulcet tones. He is uh, a voice actor and an audiobook narrator. He's done over 350 audiobooks and 450 New York Times features. Uh, Just a beautiful, I mean, what an instrument his voice is. But then also he has New Arcadia Revolution, which is an audible uh, audiobook, but not just audible, but it's available, you know, everywhere audiobooks are. And then also as just like an actual paperback book. Um, Huge cast of uh, voice talent in the book many friends of the show, John Gabris, Betsy Sodaro, and then a bunch of other um, well-known people as well. And I got to be three little voices in the book. Uh, did I, did I cajole him into giving me a role in the book? I couldn't remember actually, but it felt like something I would do. So we go into like how it was that I got cast in the book. Um, but that was, that was very fun for me to get to do. And that book is out and we talk all about, it. and it's like a dystopian sort of pandemic inspired story. Uh, we talk all about that, and we talk about a lot of other stuff, including me discovering my true passion, which involves Tony Thaxton. It, that was a fun episode, though, wouldn't you say, Tony? Maybe not for you personally, but yeah, I thought no, it was a fun not episode. Not so much for
2: me. Maybe <laughs> when you're talking to him, it's fun, but yeah.
1: Come on, Tony. Get off it.
2: Well, oh, You know, I'm just not used to people being this mean to me all the time.
1: It's, I don't think mm. mean is accurate. Mm. I saw some of the stuff you were posting today. You give people the wrong idea.
2: I, I, I'm the one giving people the wrong idea. You're <laughs> the wrong idea.
1: Anyway, uh, 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 I'd like to. Just, uh, if I'm giving the wrong
2: idea, then wh- why is it that you're the one that texts me? You know, I'm just joking around, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think that I had that that nervous, halting tone.
2: Well, I don't know. I just read it. That's the tone I gave you. <laughs> this I is, this no, is you can take, You can
0: remove that tone from your texts if there's a button you push on the, the new messages app remove the <laughs> yeah. halting nervous tone
1: yeah no my my tone was like
3: hey tony you know i'm just joking around right did you have a like a italian accent <laughs> hey tony <laughs> yeah you know i'm just busting your balls right <laughs> yes i did i was chewing gum and i was tapping something yeah. with my long what nails are you and I- freddie doing tonight me and Sheila are gonna go get pickles at DiGiorno's. <laughs> yeah. Exactly- anyway, my chicken died. That's how you. That's how you. <laughs> you that's where
4: they make pickles. That's DiGiorno's, your go-to
1: pickle spot.
3: You gotta yeah, yeah. be kidding me. <laughs> my chicken
1: had died. My chicken died. Yeah. Yeah. Died. It was sad. Um. And then, but Tony, you said, "Oh, I know," or something like that. So it's all good.
2: I know it it is.
3: We're, Doesn't we're, sound we're, we're like it's all good, you know. guys. It sounds it like you're feuding. Yeah. It sounds like there's a feud happening right here on the Zoom. Yeah. Which is, I know. Here you go, Dave. This is some of that you... chaos you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, fight. <laughs> <A> big fight. <laughs> Somebody say Woody Allen. Uh... Anyway, check out that
1: episode. It's very fun. And then also, I have been putting more clips up on YouTube. Go check those out. YouTube.com slash Alison Rosen. Lots of funny little clips from the most recent Thursday show. Okay. I think it is time to tell you about David Huntsberger's new podcast, which all of us are a little bit of a part of. Ooh. That was was syntactically weird. It's called Intercepts. (laughs) Tell us about it, please.
4: Yeah, you guys have uh, all played parts. And then uh, I started, I think because it was about a year ago when everyone was still mostly at home and everyone had audio equipment. And then I think some of it stemmed from I had put out a project that I did all the work on, but I didn't really own all of it. And it was really bothering me. So I was like, what can I do quickly? And I was just going to write a few sketches and see if I could do like an album that I would put out on my own. But then I really enjoyed writing them, and it became like this gigantic thing where I was like – I would think of a friend that I hadn't talked to in a long time, and I would think of their voice, and then I'd write something for them. And then it gave us a way to reconnect and do something kind of silly and fun. As a, You know how you start to dread like an hour-long catch-up phone call with someone? So we all just put those off extendedly. Mm-hmm. But just saying to someone, hey, this will take 15 or 20 minutes. Let me know if you have time. And then it really would. We, Hey, how's life? Good. I have a child now. Okay, bye. And we'd just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was just a nice little break and kind of escape and um and then I started editing them and then I didn't really everyone in the beginning would ask like what are you what are you doing with these and I was like I don't I don't know. And then uh, I decided uh, it could be fun as sort of a scripted podcast. So they'll go they'll start going out weekly. There there's a member website at the which sounds like a strange destination for a show called intercepts, but it all ties together and makes sense. Um, and you can do like a free trial and listen, and there will be uh, an episode that comes out with no ads a week early, and then a week after that there will be an episode with ads. They're all like twenty to thirty minutes long; they're pretty short, and they involve you guys, our our friends. And I'm excited I may
1: I may play a character who shuffles.
3: You definitely We've already do. talked about this. <laughs> well, but maybe someone can't can't will just circle back. This is Dante's eternal recurrence.
1: It's for people who are
0: just tuning in.
3: For people who tuned in right <laughs> now. No one tunes in at the end of a podcast. You, you don't know. I do know that no you one does. Don't know. No one Someone... does. We already went through this.
4: Yes. It's my the... thing I, d- I don't look. I just say, oh, it's downloaded. I open <laughs> it up. I skip, 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 skip for about an hour. <laughs> and then I just see where they're at. I like them to get a groove. <laughs> yeah. That's right.
3: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> someone could be listening My and then someone toilet i'm inside someone, the black toilet right someone, now see, they're not when gonna they get that in, in the black now. toilet they don't know what you're talking they about they do because they've heard this whole fucking thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> someone walked in the room yeah, that's right. And then they're listening. Someone's listening, and then someone walked in the room. And they're listening I... to podcasts just in a
3: room. Yep. <laughs> well, not, nobody yep. does that either. They're you in guys, an auto shop. They're you in you an auto shop. Is in a that's room, right. and they're Allison. playing their podcast out loud with no headphones, yep. and they fast forward almost all of it to right no. there. No, no, no. Oh, they have people listen. listen to podcasts. No. Allison,
0: Allison has a deal with Firestone. Listen. And her yep. podcast plays,
1: plays in, the in lobby an lobby auto shop. In an auto shop. Someone's, they've got a, dolly or whatever that thing is that slides under a car they've cranked the car up they just played my podcast over the pa they're listening while they wrench on
3: a car did you they know i know car? on a car right. yeah that's what car people do they wrench <laughs> oh, what on are their- you doing over there oh sorry i'm wrenching on my car give me a minute <laughs> yeah they're that's what they, they
1: call it that they're wrenching on a car and no. then someone else walks in an hour in and i via the speaker mm-hmm. am like I want you to know I play a person who shuffles. See, I'm taking care of everyone. But That that
3: person would turn around and walk out. (laughs) They wouldn't want to hear this either. They're leaving. They would be like, you know what? I really need my car. I have an important interview tomorrow, but it's not (sighs) fucking worth it. And they go back out on the street, light a cigarette and just walk away. They leave their car there. They never want to come back. Because they don't ever want to hear about it. They hate it so much. <laughs> they hate it that much. That's how much they hate it. They're willing to give up their car, which is a good
4: <laughs> car. That's okay. being wrenched on. It can't be that good.
3: <laughs> no, I think even expensive cars occasionally need I a wrench. It's expensive. In. I said it was good. It's like a Subaru. Oh. It's a, a five year old mm. Subaru Forester. That's a great car. Yeah but they're willing to fucking leave it behind because they don't want to hear Allison <laughs> ever talk about shuffling again. Well, and it's I much think... like our friendship. You know, our friendship is like oh, a Subaru no. Forester. Oh no. Great car. Going to run forever. Great visibility. <laughs> but then suddenly, Oh, shuffling comes up again. And there you go. Friendship's not worth it. I'm walking out of the auto dealership <laughs> of my life. Like the <laughs> cigarette, walking away never coming back. How's Allison oh, doing? No. I don't know. <laughs> oh, what happened? Do You guys have a fight? Not really. It wasn't a fight per se, just an insistence on the bad behavior that (laughs) she would stop. And she thought I was kidding week after week. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. <laughs> people should get Patreon just to see that is <laughs> dying. Is di- is maybe dying. Oh, it's no. weird to refer to your friends' things that
4: you don't like as an insistence on a bad behavior.
3: Is- i am no one likes it you don't it. care for bad behavior.
4: <laughs> it's not objectively doing i told her how something. much
3: pain it's causing me and she it continues to go forward with it but yeah, i because i love it so. this is like it's like that seinfeld with the voice what's seinfeld with the voice oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm yeah oh yeah but is it played i don't remember at, that at episode, the end of the episode they're like so played
1: maybe yeah. maybe the no it's not like that episode then
4: okay <laughs> <laughs> it's a true when do you gotta appreciate it. it's a true love she contains for this weird
3: thing thank you thank you but if my you friend to... loved cocaine let's
4: stop the
3: podcast and go get that that some thing. cocaine <laughs> yeah exactly if that was what allison was up to I'd say, Allison, I need you to stop here. Your your addiction is hurting me because I give mm-hmm. her my reasons. And then if she continues to do it, I have to say, you know what, Allison's on her own journey, a journey of cocaine, and mm-hmm. I have to walk away because it's hurting me. You know, I have to take care of myself. Put my, mm-hmm. you know, safety mask on first on the airplane, and let Allison drive her fucking shuffling plane into the side of a fucking mountain. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That is like,
1: but. Daniel, how do you feel? Mm. This is an intervention.
0: Uh you know, honey, there's uh, nothing I won't do to help you. Mm. And there's nothing I will do to let this behavior continue. Thank you. Daniel. What
1: does that mean?
0: That means we need to we need to get you into a facility <laughs> where there's no shuffling, <laughs> no cards probably. Maybe just checkers. Uh and um you know, if you, you you have free will here, but just know I won't support this continued behavior.
3: I wish this was like a prank phone call show and we had like, we could call like a place that does stream it <laughs> and I could be like, my friends bringing up stuff all the time. What do you think we should do? Just to hear like what they would say.
1: Yes. It would be pretty fun. Helen Hong did some prank calls on this show.
3: Oh, she did? I love pranks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Prank
1: calls. I don't like like yeah. pranks. I love prank right. calls though.
3: So. Have you ever done? I'm not, I'm not going to talk you into doing one. Have you ever done them? hmm Oh, yeah. We used to do them at Bob's Burgers sometimes. Because there's this exclusive club at Disneyland called Club 33. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's mysterious how you can get into it. And uh-huh. what you can like, you know, like it costs a lot of money. And so uh, I think we found out that Francis Ford Coppola might be in it. Mm-hmm. We kept calling and saying that we were the assistants of uh, Francis Chevy Mopola <laughs> and like over and over calling to find out like were there any openings like had our application been processed like how do we get in and they told us maybe we could join the one in Tokyo. So then we called the one in Tokyo. <laughs> they also weren't interested in us. I <laughs> still to this day don't know how you get into that freaking Club 33 man. So Daniel and I have
1: We have We've dined there We went there once And um, is it nice?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah It is We went it's because nice. uh, One of the producers So this One of the producers From the Corolla shows Dad was a member Mm-hmm Right? But No
0: Wasn't he friends with someone Who was a member? Maybe
1: I Maybe
0: yeah friends with Goofy. I thought it was
1: like through their yeah. through their work or something yeah. something like that somehow they were able to get its reservation um yeah it was it was cool and there was a lot of like Disney history and paraphernalia around on the walls and things and
0: the the food was good the thing yeah. I remember that was the coolest was, was the we had a window seat and you're looking you're like on the second floor of uh, in Norland square, and when the fireworks go off it's like you have this perfect view of everything while you're Mm -hmm. there so it's kind of this nice thing but uh but yeah i don't know how you
1: get to be a member though
0: i think there's i don't
3: want to be i don't go to disneyland like ever so i don't want to be but i think it's is it the only place alcohol is served in the park too is that why it's a big deal So yeah except for For oh really yeah you can buy alcohol other places at disneyland now
2: yeah in the star wars land you can
3: Oh. Yeah, I think
0: they're they. You can buy alcohol at California Adventure, yeah. and I think they're gonna um now make it uh, available in the Magic Kingdom too.
3: Mm, that's gonna make mm. things a little more spicy over oh. there. <laughs> and you are a spicy lady. Yeah, I'm gonna come, and David will like to go just to see the chaos. You know. Yeah. Now yeah. if he goes <laughs> beating his head against the ball all the polite talk in Disneyland, he <laughs> <laughs> wants Wendy, to you see ha- a street fight.
1: I feel like we talked about this last time, but I want to talk about it
3: again. You have a movie coming out. Yeah. Soon, right. Tell yeah. Me. November 18th. That's very exciting. Yeah. People you hate at the wedding. The people you hate at the wedding. Yes. You and your sister wrote it. It's based on a book, right? It's based on a book by Grant Gender, who's super nice. And we got to be in touch with him throughout the process. So that was great because I imagine that isn't always mm-hmm. a friendly relationship, but he's awesome. And this woman, Claire Scanlon, directed it. Um, she's directed many, many episodes of all of your favorite television shows, like The Office, and from there on to do a billion other shows, and um, Allison Janney's in it, and Ben Platt, and Christabel, and Cynthia Adai Robinson, who plays the Queen Regent in the New Lord of the Rings series, and Dustin Mulligan from Schitt's Creek, and it's just, uh, you know, it's a it's an all-star cast, dare I say. After Aaron okay. Sony. Isn't it
1: lots of fun after after you write it, then are you on set as well? Or is it like you write it and then you're done?
3: There can be all different ways that movies happen. A lot of times, once you write a movie, you are just done and you never Mm -hmm. hear the word about it. This was a whole different kind of situation because I think because Claire was directing it and then the producers were this woman, Ashley Fox from Film Nation, who was amazing, and this other producer, Margot Hand. So it was actually basically mostly women working on it. And they kept us involved the entire time. Like they, we didn't get to cast the movie or make the decisions. You know, those are producers right. decisions, but they tell us they'd be like, Oh, here's three people we're looking at. What do you think of them? Or do you have any other suggestions and things like oh, that? Nice. So it was awesome. And then we could have gone, they shot it in England, but it was during mm-hmm. COVID. It was, um, uh, I think we had been vaccinated, but Lizzie had a baby right when they were mm-hmm. shooting. So I needed to stay here and run great North. And so I kind of felt sad that we didn't get to go. Cause it, seems so cool. Who knows if we'll ever get to make, this is our first movie we've ever written that got shot, even though we've written a lot of movies over the years, but movies kind of die. And I'm not saying that in a woe is me. That's just the business and facts. Um, But uh, they did reshoot a couple. They didn't reshoot. They, um, they added a couple of scenes. They want us to write a couple new scenes. Once we had the cut together to like one to replace something and one to like close out the movie. So they shot them here and we got to go. And so it like was actually really great. Cause we got to go for like two days and it was super fun and all that. So, yeah. And it's a, like, it's a comedy with like some rom-com elements and like a, something you could watch with like every, not little kids. It has sex in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could watch it with starting to age and up like your whole family because it's kind of like a big family comedy kind of. That's yeah. so
1: neat. I didn't realize that's the first movie you guys have written that's gotten made because yeah. I know you've
3: done a bunch of movies, but Yeah, crazy. we've written a bunch of stuff, but um, you know, a lot of movies die during development or they get taken yeah. over by other writers and you just kiss them goodbye. Like it's very different different than TV. Like if you're on TV, right. you get to, you know, make episodes frequently, which I think is what, the most satisfying thing about writing. For mm-hmm. TV is like, it's like, if you're kind of type A like me and you like to get stuff done and you like to complete things and you know, it, it is like movies can drive, you know, some movies, I can't remember some movie I was talking to somebody about, they said it, t- it it's really good. And it came out recently and I emailed someone about, it. they were like, we were trying to make it for 15 years. I can't remember what movie it is. I'll try to think of it, but it had like such a long journey that it was wild. So a question, Wendy, uh,
1: People who are fans of The Great North and Bob's Burgers will they be able to tell that writers from those shows wrote this movie, do you think?
3: Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a will good question. Will they hate <laughs> it? If you, you like it? Bob's
0: Burgers, will you hate
3: Ugh. it? <laughs> uh, no, it's like a comedy comedy. The trailer yeah, okay. I think is coming out uh, like in a week. So you guys can watch the trailer and tell me okay. what you nice. what you think. Um, it is like it's a joke heavy kind of, you know, uh, movie. Um, yeah.
0: And where can people see it?
3: It'll be actually, it's a, um, it's like an Amazon prime movie. So it's one of those ones that you can watch as long as you subscribe, you don't have to go to the theater. Um, I don't think it's even in theaters. I think it's like one of those Netflix or Amazon movies that you can just watch and it comes out Thanksgiving week. So you can watch it like while you're, you know, visiting your parents or they're visiting you. You could all watch it together and disagree about it. When I say welcome to me. Yeah. (laughs) Or no, do they say welcome What direction? We welcome each other. You'll welcome each other outside and then go
1: in. That's That's so exciting. I'm excited for you. Yeah, Yeah, I'm excited too. What? Hopefully fun. Say hello and welcome to me, to you, to the new patrons.
2: Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people.
1: Hello and welcome to Tammy H. She is at the texting level. Hello to Andrea Coivisto. Hello and welcome to Ellen. Hello to Alyssa Van Dyke. She is at the, uh, and she signed up for an annual subscription and she's at the texting level. Hello to Sarah Nelson. She is at the, wow, a lot of people at the texting level. My phone is going to be blowing up. And hello and welcome to Jessica Martinez. <laughs> welcome to me. Now, I'm assuming you guys have been I'm assuming Wendy is right about how people listen to podcasts and you have been listening from the beginning. So you understand the welcome to me reference. If you did start listening a moment ago, you're going to want to go back and understand that.
3: Yeah, because I understand the phrase welcome to me. (laughs) You <laughs> haven't listened to ninety minutes of a podcast, exactly. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Uh, but I
1: hope you are enjoying your Patreon rewards and whatnot. Um, again, annual subscription get two months free, That's and a good deal. Uh, all of the back you know back catalog should be available to you as well. There's so much material. Patreon.com/slash Allison Rosen. Oh my goodness, this has been a very, very fun episode. Unfortunately, the um sixth member of the podcast, the mosquito, is still thriving. I was hoping that would not be the case. So um we'll just see how that goes. But uh, if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a nice review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Tell your friends. uh, And listen to my other podcasts, Upworthy Weekly, my lighthearted news podcast, and Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons. And uh, follow me on social media at Alison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Wendy, where might we find you?
3: Well, Alison, that's a great question. That's why um, I asked. It. I'm on Twitter at Wendy Um, I have uh, Instagram at Great North Wendy. Um, you can watch the shows that I write for. Bob's Burgers is on at 9 p.m. every Sunday on Fox, and then on Hulu the next day. And all of our 13 seasons are on Hulu. Um, great north is in its third season it is on at 8 30 right before bob's burgers so you can watch it and then roll right into bob's and we're also on um hulu the next day and the first two seasons are up on hulu and then each show posts on monday after the sunday night showing so watch it and go on and give it a thumbs up on rotten tomatoes or something somewhere do that
1: do it do it dave what about you?
3: Yeah, do it. It's a good show. It's fun.
4: Dave was and on it. I yeah. I got more congratulations for that than virtually anything I've done in my life. It was he great. played
3: a sensual sculptor. <laughs> yeah,
4: very fun. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and I, I'm at davidhuntsberger.com. There's links to intercepts there, also the podcast that Wendy and I do. These are those tapes. There's a link to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a new season of that coming out any day now. You just never yeah, know. Oh my God. We got one Engine's more to do, so and then close. we're
3: putting that out.
4: Yeah. And then, um, Intercepts will be it as you're listening to this, it is available if you sign up for a free trial at theendlessabyss.org. And then if you wait a bit, free episodes will start going out as well. And, um, I do like a lot of the produce. I have a couple people helping me, which is nice, but it's it takes a lot of work. So any help, uh, if you want to be a part of it, sign up, do a membership thing at the do endlessabyss.org. dot org, and uh, I think you'll like it. I had a lot of fun making it. It was really, I think, good things come when you make uh, just silly, fun things with your friends if you're lucky enough to get to do that. So um, as I did with all of you guys, we made something fun, and I hope um, other people enjoy it. As well, oh, and I took big nothingness down off of YouTube, so you can find a link to the Vimeo version, which I know people are really desperate to go do to purchase a streaming uh thing to watch one hour of content. But that's the only place you can get it. It was free. And if you missed it, it's no longer available. I'm starting to prepare for when my child is older. I want no evidence I ever attempted anything. I'm just removing (laughs) myself from the internet. (laughs) Just be quietly in a membership site. And then his friends will have to pay. Are you
3: going to get rid of your um, fingerprints, too?
4: Yeah, yeah. The other day I accidentally was using a glue gun and the glue got on my finger and no prints. And I was like, oh, I don't see any harm in that. That that could be a good way to go through things. I just don't exist. I just disappear like a smoke. whisper of a person, a whisper of a human, yeah. which is that's what we all are. Anyway, guys, have fun while you're here and exist. In there.
1: <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> wow. What a dark ending. Wow. Um, I had a ton of fun. Uh, being on Intercept. And we might, in the future, we might uh, excerpt on this show, right? Yeah, that'd be great. There's a
4: sketch that includes just this crew, Mm -hmm. these voices right here. So that could be a fun one to play.
1: Yes, so stay tuned for that. Daniel, what about you?
0: Well, you can follow me here on this podcast and Twitter and Instagram, and that's about it.
1: Okay. Very wonderful. exciting stuff. Wonderful. Exciting. Yeah. And Tony.
2: Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And bizarre albums every Tuesday, and uh, make sure to hashtag Be nicer to Tony. All of your tweets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye.
0: Hey, do you know about the Alison Rosen Show? time but now we gotta go yeah Allison Rosie